give your brand a personality. Check out the Marketing Perspective podcast with the marketing and e-commerce expert, Victor Dwyer. Witness as Victor and the leading industry experts unravel traditional expectations, teach how your business should be, and help your brand reach the right people. Discover what makes a company successful from content creation up to team management. It's the podcast that you don't want to miss. So grab yourself a drink and let's get started. Hey guys, this is the Marketing Perspective Podcast, where we get the latest marketers, the latest tool providers, and just the latest people in this space. And we just talk about the perspective on marketing and just get everything on. Today, we have Elizabeth Green. She's amazing. If you are, don't follow her on LinkedIn, you have to follow her on LinkedIn. <laughs> She's awesome. And yeah, we're going to have a conversation about Amazon and the latest stuff to do on advertising and everything else there. And we'll kind of take a deep dive. So she'll give us an intro about who she is, where she goes, and then we'll talk about Amazon. Thanks for hopping on. Sounds awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's still weird to me to get recognized and be like, oh, I follow your content. So yeah. I'm not at that level. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever be at the level of not thinking that's awesome. Uh, so I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, so hi, my name is Elizabeth Green. I'm one of the co-founders of an Amazon advertising agency called Jungler. So put out a whole lot of content uh, about Amazon advertising. Yeah. And I really saw that at Prosper Show. And I just came back from Prosper Show yesterday. And were you there? I was not. Okay. I was not. I kept uh, thinking maybe like last year. I'm like, maybe. And it's just, it hasn't worked out. Got it. Got <laughs> not it. Yet. And I really thought it was like crazy that like I would just be walking and like sit at a table and they go, you're Victor, right? And I'd be like, yeah, I am Victor. And they was like, oh, yeah, you're that guy on LinkedIn that posts like crazy. I'm like, yeah, I am. And um, nice. it's crazy to see like what impact. And that happened like so many times. It was crazy. So like, it's really crazy to see the impact of content. I'm glad. I'm glad it actually works that people see it. It's kind of crazy sometimes yeah. to get yeah, that perspective. <laughs> But yeah, starting out with Amazon advertising and things like that, we're really starting to see the cost of Amazon ads rise, as you know, um, with CPCs and everything else. How have you been really navigating the waters to kind of fix that or like at least keep costs down? Yeah, that's, that's a tricky one. It comes with a whole lot of client communication for sure. Because what we found is that different clients will have different objectives and also different risk tolerances. So there might be a time where the client's like, nope, we absolutely need to push this. I am okay with like the A cost is what it is and we need to rank on this keyword. Like, cool, mm -hmm. we'll build it, we'll monitor it, you know, keep on touch on that. And there's some clients that are like, I have very low profit margins. My product's already cool. I'm fine with decreased sales as long as my profits, you know, money in the bank's better. All right, yeah. cool. We'll build for that. So that's definitely, I think it's really important now more than ever to figure out what it is that you're actually trying to do and what you're okay with. If you're not okay with being super aggressive, that's fine. Just realize that the trade-off might be a little bit lower sales, but you might have a little more money in the bank. So you kind of try and find that sweet spot between your product's not continuously decreasing and now on page 20, but you know, you're not paying top dollar and running it like say consistently over a hundred percent a cost. If you kind of try and find the sweet spot and then the market moves and you, you have work to find it again. Yeah. How do you have that conversation with clients? Like saying like, Hey, we need to be increasing or like saying, Hey, our ads are killing it. We need to be spending more. How do you have that conversation of the balance between like profitability and finding that compromise between that profitability 
and sales. A lot of people want yeah. that balance. How do you have that conversation? Yeah, it is difficult because that's a lot. It gets into forecasting and forecasting, not because I can't build the projection models. I can absolutely build the projection models. It's just, you know, if I can project, okay, so we convert this much in top of search and we pay this cost per click. I can build that and I can tell you like, hey, to maintain this, we're going to have this. And then all of a sudden your competitors go in and the cost per clicks rise and my models don't work anymore. So <laughs> I actually had a whole discussion with Michael from Ad Badger. We built out some projection models and it was like best case, worst case, middle case. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I said on that positive, it's not because I'm not confident that I know how to make the numbers do what they need to do. I think yeah. spreadsheets are fun. Building out models is fun. But saying like, this is how it's going to be. That's the <laughs> part that I'm like, I can't promise it. If I can't promise yeah. it, I don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely kind of, it's being able to tell a story through numbers. So like if the conversion rates are decreasing, you know, kind of knowing where to dig. So I think it's a lot of understanding the market, understanding kind of, yeah. again, just like what is that top of search cost per click? You can run kind of like a test and figure that out. We had one client, they're like, okay, we want to, you know, we want to get our video ad to show up here. We ran the test. Like it's nine dollars a click. You still want to do that? <laughs> nope, we didn't want to do that, so we pulled back. But you know, so being able to kind of get that data, and then, like I said, bringing it back to the client, like, are you cool with this? This is what it's going to take to run that. And I think being confident in kind of displaying the data definitely yeah. helps. Um, that that's super important. So if you, you know, if you come to them like, well, I think it's going to be this, and I'm like, nope. Okay, so here's the numbers. Here's our cost per click to do this. You know, projection model. It looks like this. Is this a scenario we're okay with? And then we can make micro adjustments around it. Um, yeah. But I think it's, it has a lot to do with, yeah, having the conversation and making sure you kind of have data to back up what it is that you're talking about. Yeah, 100%. And with that, there are so many variables, like in that question when it comes to projections, which is why like even I'm hesitant because yeah. all of a sudden like CPCs can rise. We saw that in Q4 and then they're like, yeah. you never know if a particular keyword increases their performance or decreases in performance because what works now will not work a week later. And that's the problem. <laughs> so when it comes to constantly yeah. changing and everything else, it's very hard because there's so many variables in mm -hmm. that question. But the fact that you try to build out a model on it, that's impressive. Because usually I kind of just go off the intuition on running the account saying like, hey, yeah. we usually spend 50000 We usually get $200,000 in sales. If we spend $75,000, we'll get AA, what X, whatever it mm -hmm. may be. And kind of use my intuition going off of that. But that's amazing that you were attempting to get as many of the variables as possible. That's impressive. I will say that. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. What would you say when it comes to advertising right now? has been working the best right now? Is it DSP? Is it sponsored brand video? Is it sponsored displays? What do you think is really like working well right now? What do you think on that? Yeah, so I would say, I mean, as far as like ranking, if you wanna call it juice, if you wanna call it whatever, sponsored products is still the OG. I still think it should make up the bulk of a lot of, you know, a lot of your account. I still think that if you are trying to maintain rankings, you need to maintain a really good presence on that. Now. I've done a lot of account audits at this point. And so just so wow. happened within the span of like three months, I happened to audit a couple of accounts, like three accounts that all had a very poor performance on sponsored products. 
had a yeah. very heavy reliance on sponsored brands and unanimous oh, our sponsored brands video specifically. I'm talking like 80% of the account was sponsored brands video because it got the best return. All three of them had an issue with ranking. Now I'm uncertain if it's, I'm hesitant to say like there's no ranking juice in a sponsored brand video campaign. That being said, I think it has more to do with the nature and like there's one singular spot. And like, if you True. lose that spot, it's not like you go down to like lower on page one, you like completely are gone. Yeah. I have a feeling it has more to do with that scenario, but I've seen enough things like that that made me go, I don't think I should ever really step away fully from sponsored product ads. Yeah. So I think that's super, super important to maintain a presence. That being said, sponsored brands video typically converts better. Sponsor display still, for the most part, you do tend to get lower cost per clicks. So there's those kind of overarching things we see pretty much cost accounts. Run all the above if you could one, choose sponsor product. Yeah, it's really critical to run as many formats as possible yeah. rather than saying like just setting up a sponsored product campaign and say, oh, sponsored products don't work or whatever. Amazon ads in general don't work. Like testing a format for every single area because you never know what your yeah. competitors aren't doing. It gives you more levers. So for example, if your competitors mm -hmm. start pouring a bunch of money in sponsored product keyword targeting, sponsored product targeting is going to kill it for you. I usually see product targeting almost about 20% more effective on the product targeting for most clients. I don't know what you end up seeing on that side, but you will usually see it perform a lot better. And that's why we pull as many levers as possible to get the most yeah. traction there for all the formats there. It's important. Yeah, I know. I, I definitely agree on that for sure. Yeah. And when it comes to sponsored brands, so as you probably see that like when it comes to the future of advertising, Amazon's getting really a lot more creative in the way they do yes. things. And with a lot more to the creative aspect of it, when it comes to the custom image on sponsored brands headlines, are you doing anything interesting like, is there anything that you recommend to clients that you're saying, hey, we need these assets or we need to get these things in in the creative aspect of things like we need these videos or whatever it may be, because getting a uh, video from a client is yeah. like practically impossible. <laughs> if you can do it, you're awesome. Yeah. But it is very, very difficult to get that information. So is there anything that you've been recommending lately on the creative aspect to get? Yeah, definitely. So I always say like, tell the clients, part of my audit is like, you know, like how much do you have built out of everything? And a lot of times you'll see like one sponsor brands, a video ad, like just put up there like, oh, we're running sponsor brands video. I'm like, if you have the creative, that's the hardest part. So you might as well just build, <laughs> build all the things you have the creative. It's working, like we want to maximize it. So I definitely agree. Like, Getting the creatives is more difficult for video ads, mostly because it's definitely a big investment for a lot of sellers. And sometimes it only makes sense to make that investment on the best seller. And I get it. But if I have the creative, I'm definitely going to run that. Other thing with sponsored brands is definitely more creative advantages. They gave us the lifestyle images option, which is awesome. And then not only did they give us the option, they also gave us the option to go and edit. So it used to be like, great, we have access to this. We can't edit our legacy campaigns and the legacy campaigns are working. Yeah. So we don't want to mess it up. Now you can go in and edit that and add that creative, which is like awesome. Used to be a lot of sellers. You could kind of get around the fact that uh, you couldn't have a creative. So they would put a creative or lifestyle image in the logo slot. Um, mm -hmm. They just had been sending out mass emails like, hey, if you don't have these updated by March 31st, your ads are getting shut off. So <sighs> if you have those old school creative images, definitely want to go update those with the logo. The one benefit to a sponsored brand's lifestyle image is the fact that it doesn't take away from any of the other 
creative options that you have in your sponsored brand ad, you can still have your headline tag as well as, you know, the logo and the image. I definitely recommend running all of that. There actually is the lifestyle image option in the sponsor display ads, which is awesome. We've been testing it. The one issue with that is it takes away, you, do, you don't get the option of adding a logo or a headline. So you kind of have to pick your bet and figure out what you think works best. What, and some of the ways that it shows up is kind of wonky. So. Yeah. Funky is a good word. That's a good word for that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, is there a particular one that you see works best, the custom image or brand? Or is it kind of just like, it could be anything. It could go either way. That really does go back to like how good your lifestyle image is. I mean, some lifestyle images are better than others. It depends on what you have built out. I definitely see that it works really well when you have it. It still doesn't show up 100% of the time. It shows yeah. up more on mobile, of course. And then you still have the options where if you're like at the bottom, of, remember bottom page, sometimes it shows up. So it, it's not always going to show, but it definitely, you have the option to fully like showcase your brand in a way that was previously unavailable. I definitely recommend taking advantage again, when you have, when you have the creatives for it. Yeah, exactly. And that is the hard part. Actually getting it like, guys, it's 2022. If you do not have a video yet for your product or your product listing or something, you are very behind. Please, please at least have one video. Like you can get images, like normal images, have motion Slide on show. them yep. and <laughs> put text on it. Like it's not that hard. It'll take you like 10 minutes to do. And it's 2022. You need video asset. You can have still images, make a video about it. And that could be your video asset. You don't even need to record it. So please, I beg you, please get some video assets to choose from. You'll see it. You'll really reap the benefits off of it as Amazon starts to really go and push that creative portion of it. This creative advertising yeah. is where they're really starting to push that a lot heavier. And back to where you're saying, yes, sponsored products is the OG in this space that you've like, you have to be on sponsored products. But really going that next level for the creative side, that's really important to really push there. Yeah, yeah, and definitely the the option of sponsored brands, one thing that's definitely unique is the fact that you can link to store pages. So instead of having, you know, someone go on your listing and then there's all the other products surrounding it, you can showcase your full brand, you know, build out your like custom pages. There's so much you can do with it. And so I have heard store pages linked to a video ad are coming. So that's really? going to be a really cool option down the road. Yeah, I heard that too. And from my experience from sponsored brands, you, get, you know, you have the choice to send them to the store or send them yeah. to the, directly to the product. I usually see a very, very poor conversion rate using a store page. Now, I didn't optimize it very much. I usually end up A-B testing mm -hmm. it just to see if anything's changed. But usually yeah. sending them to directly to the product page ends up being better. Are you seeing something different, something similar? What do you see there? Yeah, so I think it depends on what traffic you're driving. I definitely sure. agree. Like, you know, if somebody is looking for something very, very specific, which is, I mean, you can tell by the keyword kind of like how much they really care about finding the thing. If you're, they're trying to find the thing and you give them a store page with like your entire catalog, they're going to be like, uh -huh. um, I was looking for my purple toothbrush. What <laughs> the heck is deodorant? And they're <laughs> yeah. probably going to like not really enjoy that journey. So, you know, I think there's kind of like the best way to do things. And the way that makes the most sense is get insanely granular. And then there's the way that like you have time to build. So I'm always trying to like, how can I build the best in a way that's not a complete headache to try and build out? 
you know, because yeah. as you start really digging into it, you can get insanely, you know, specific with who you're targeting, the traffic flow, which is honestly the best way to do it. You just got to put the time and effort in. Oh, yeah. Amazon is not, especially Amazon ads, is not set it and forget it. It's just that's where you start, your costs start to rise. Because like you have to look on the product level, the keyword level, the campaign level. There's just so many aspects of it, which make it so complicated, which is the reason why we both have jobs. If it was easy, we would not have jobs. So pros and cons there. But it is a very, very complicated to make sure everything gets set up and gets done properly. And then you optimize accordingly is the best way to approach it from that aspect. Yes, for sure. Is there any tools on Amazon ads that you're recommending right now? So I've tested a lot of tools and it's actually annoying because we use a different tool for every client account because I'm all about testing new tools. So, which is we'll definitely have to talk after this. I want to hear what you have, what you've tested. Yeah, uh, no, I'll just let you know. I've tested downstream. I've tested IntentWise, tested Trellis, tested like all the basic Helium 10, like, you know, the Amazon PPC tool. Mm -hmm. And then I haven't tested Quartile in all those other ones, because in my opinion, I think at its core level that it's mainly a bit optimization. I think that is what every, the minimum of what people need now is that bit optimization yeah. tool that are going to calculate whether that goes up and down. And most 99% of tools do that for a very cheap cost, like less than a hundred dollars a month. And then I think that is the bulk of the tool. And then everything else is kind of that Amazon ads are going to do a bulk of the work, the Amazon algorithm. Like for example, you mm -hmm. can't do a tool that's going to somehow push your ads like more. Yeah. The Amazon algorithm at the end of the day is gonna make that final decision. Now there are tools that can do some fancy AI things in there that on the bid optimization level. But besides that, like in my opinion, I don't see much after that. And I know that's like crazy in this space. Like you're like, Victor, you're an idiot for saying that. But like that is the Amazon algorithm is going to do 99% of the work there. So that's where I want to get your perspective on that. What do you think? I want to get your perspective on that. This has been the Marketing Perspective Podcast. A good start is half the battle. So don't miss out on the ways to keep the drive going. Make sure to visit our website, www.victordewire.com where you can like, follow, and subscribe to the show in our social media sites. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to read on the pulse of today's market scene and never miss a beat.